Good evening. God is good. And all the time. And that is his nature. Welcome to Holy Spirit today. Today is the 20th of Sunday, Saturday, Sunday of Ordinary Time. Mass intention today is for the people. The youth choir will sing at Holy Spirit Church on August 27th and will practice August 20th after Mass. We are always welcoming new members. If a child is currently an altar server or is interested in becoming an altar server, please sign up for altar server formation. There will be an information session for all servers and their parents on September 17th. See the bulletin or contact Leah for more information. Next week is Donut Sunday after the 9 a.m. Mass. Join us in the basement for coffee and donuts. Our ICIA program will begin on Monday, September 11th at 6.30 p.m. in Holy Spirit Basement. The program is for those who want to become Catholic or adults and children seven or older who have not yet been baptized and adults who have been baptized but have not been confirmed. Contact the parish office to sign up. If you are civilly married but have not had your marriage blessed in the Catholic Church, contact the parish office and we will assist you to receive the sacrament of marriage. Thank you for the continued support of our parishes. Don't forget to set up online giving, especially reoccurring gifts. It is easy and convenient. You can find a donation link on our website, www.holyspiritcreston.com, or more information in the bulletin. Please consider signing up for online giving. NCYC team will have a brief announcement after Mass. Please stand and join us in our opening hymn, number 556, Sing a New Song. Let us worship in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. 
we gather to worship as one family, singing a new song of joy and gratitude in our hearts to our God. Let us acknowledge our sinfulness before God and before one another, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask you all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. O oh God, who have prepared for those who love you good things which no eye can see, fill our hearts, we pray, with the warmth of your love, so that, loving you in all things and above all things, we may attain your promises, which surpass every human's desire. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, Observe what is right and do what is just. For my salvation is about to come, my justice about to be revealed. The foreigners who join themselves to the Lord, ministering to him, loving the name of the Lord, becoming his servants, all who keep the Sabbath free for provenation and hold to my covenant. Them I will bring to my holy mountain and make joyful in my house of prayer. 
their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be acceptable on my altar. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. The word of the Lord. letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, I'm speaking to you Gentiles. Inasmuch as I am the apostle to the Gentiles, I glory in my ministry in order to make my race jealous and thus save some of them. For if their rejection is a reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? For the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. Just as you once disobeyed God, but have now received mercy because of their disobedience, so that they have now disobeyed in order to that, by virtue of the mercy shown to you, they too may now receive mercy. For God delivered all the disobedience, that he might have mercy upon us all. The word of the Lord. Be with you. And with your 
A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman of that district came and called out, Have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But Jesus did not say a word in answer to her. Jesus' disciples came and asked him, Send her away, for she keeps calling out after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman came and did Jesus homage, saying, Lord, help me. He said in reply, It is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. Jesus said, She said, Please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. Then Jesus said to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And the woman's daughter was healed from that hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise God is good. And all the time, and that is his nature. Friends, our theme for reflection today is free but serious. Free but serious. What is free? Salvation. Salvation is a free gift. But it is a serious business, a serious affair. And that is what the readings today teach us. Jesus encounters a woman. We don't know the name of the woman, but the woman is described with two derogatory terms. The first time she is called a Canaanite woman. That was how they called people pagan. So whenever they called Canaanite, it means a pagan. So a pagan woman. Remember, at that time, women were, not, were even seen as inferior. So someone whom society recognizes as inferior, and then the people of God see as pagan, someone who doesn't know God, someone who has got nothing to do with the salvation that God brings, someone who cannot benefit from salvation. This woman comes. She has a wish. She hears Jesus walking around her region, the region of the pagans. And she comes and she sees in Jesus the Messiah. She calls Jesus Son of David, a title of the Messiah. This is an expression of faith, 
and she calls Jesus Lord three times. A title that describes Jesus as divine, as God, as the Savior. And she addresses Jesus as Lord three times. She puts a request. The request is that she is in great affliction because her daughter is being tormented by a demon. She knows Jesus can do something about it. She has faith. Jesus ignores her. Her disciples come to, his disciples come to tell him to send her away. Jesus says, I came only for the lost sheep of Israel. What Jesus says does not mean that God is a being of separation and distinctions, but Jesus is speaking the mind of the society at the time. He's pointing out the ill perception of the society at the time so that he could heal that society. The woman persists, and Jesus speaks again the language of his people, of society at the time. He says, it is not right to give children's food to dogs. It is not right to give children's food to dogs. Imagine you walked to the parish office to meet Michelle, the business manager, or Father Patrick. You have a need, and you go, and Father Patrick says, it is not right to give food that belongs to children to the dogs. How would you feel? Well, in our society, especially in the American society today, dogs are part of the household and we love them. We love them so much. So you might not understand what that really meant when Jesus spoke that way to the woman. In fact, it means that the woman does not belong. He, she doesn't belong to the family. And in this way, what is that family? the family of God's people. She is like a dog who cannot be compared in any way to a child. This woman determined in faith, knowing that salvation is a serious business, holds on to her stance. And she says, well, Lord, even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the master's table. In other words, only one master feeds both the dogs and the children, and that one master is God. He doesn't discriminate. He offers his salvation freely to everyone, whoever they might be. Then Jesus points out the truth. Great faith. He says, woman, great is your faith. I grant you your wish. Go, and immediately her daughter is healed. Can we also remain committed to our faith? Can we persevere in our faith? Will we hold on when society, or family, or friends, or even those we trusted seem to insult us because we have chosen Jesus? Do we even take our faith seriously? This woman 
you could determine that she had already made up her mind when she was going to Jesus that no matter what, I am going for what I need, healing for my daughter. When we are coming to God's presence, do we prepare ourselves that way? If you do not prepare yourself to believe, if you do not have a certain faith, if you do not have the gift of dedication, commitment, any wind may blow you away from the faith because you have no solid ground. Sometimes, well, I don't watch you, but you know you cannot always control your eyes. You see things. I see how people come to Jesus, they come to church, and they pay homage to Jesus. In the Gospel, the author says that the woman did homage to Jesus. In other words, she showed reverence. When we come to the church, we show reverence to Jesus in the tabernacle by genuflecting. And it is surprising to see a young man or young woman, maybe of my age, or maybe a teenager, doing homage to Jesus, and you see this. The knee does not go down. If we really know that Jesus is in the tabernacle, why don't we approach Jesus with a little sense of seriousness, with dedication and devotion? Let your knee go down, do homage to Jesus. I'm not speaking of our grandparents and great-grandparents and parents who might never be able to get up when they go down on their knees. We might have to call 911 to lift them up. You don't have to do that. But I'm speaking of us, the young men and women, who have all the strength and energy, going to all the sports programs, running around. Are we not able, like this woman, to do homage to Jesus when we come into his presence? Or it is because we do not take seriously the gift of our faith? Or is it because we do not know? Jesus is here in our presence. And when we come here, he expects that we show some seriousness, some dedication, some commitment to our faith. When we are going for communion, do we know that the one we are going to receive is the divine one? He's the Lord and master. He is the Lord, the, our Lord and personal savior, that he is the son of David. How do we approach Jesus to receive him in communion? Do we receive him and just throw him over into our mouth like we would throw a piece of candy into our mouth? Jesus offers the gift of salvation freely. And we see in the first reading how the prophet Isaiah tells us that God offers his gift of salvation freely to everyone. But he blesses more those who take this gift more seriously. So God says, do what is just. Do what is right. My salvation is going to come soon. My gift of peace. And I am distributing my gift to foreigners. Remember, he says, foreigners. The Israelites might think that, oh, we are the heirs of salvation. We are the children of God. So we can do whatever we want. After all, we have the gift. And the, the prophet does not say that, well, foreigners can just come and receive salvation. He says, those 
who minister to the Lord, those who join themselves to the Lord, those who serve the Lord, those who keep the Sabbath from profanation. In other words, those who take this free gift seriously. And St. Paul is addressing the Gentiles in the second reading. He wants them to take their faith seriously. So by their seriousness of faith, the Jews will be converted and come back to the faith. All of us are Gentiles, unless you are a Jew. If you are not a Jew, then you are a Gentile. I'm also a Gentile. How serious do we take our faith? It is only by grace that Christ has called us to enter into God's gift of salvation. We should not take our baptism lightly. We should not feel that once we are confirmed and we are able to come into the church to receive communion, that is all. We should approach our faith with dedication, with commitment, with what I call intentionality. We should be intentional about the faith that we profess. Remember, the way you live your faith can bring conversion to someone out there. Sometimes you might think that we are privileged to be part of God's family, and of course that is true. And we are more important than someone out there. We are not. God calls us to approach our faith, the gift of salvation, with seriousness, with a life of holiness and commitment, so that seeing our faith, others might be converted to the Lord. It is not just about mortal sin, but even venial sin. If we love the Lord, if we are people who take our faith seriously, then we will seek even not to continue to live in venial sin. May the grace of God give us that insight into the divine wisdom. May the grace of God open our eyes to see the awesomeness of the gift that we have received. May that same grace give us the courage to live a life of commitment and dedication so that by our great faith, others too might be converted to the Lord. God is good. And all the time, Friends, God, our loving Father, has spoken to us in faith. We respond with great faith, like the Canaanite woman, as we pray the Nicene Creed, page 9 of your Missalette, page 9. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord of Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial of the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for us salvation, he came down from heaven, by the Holy Spirit was encountered in the Virgin Mary, and became man. 
saint who was crucified and not punished as Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead, the life of the Lord to come. Amen. Friends, in today's Gospel, Jesus challenges us to show great faith. Like the Canaanite woman, let us go before God with great faith as we pray. That the church will continue to be the voice of truth, mercy, and the love of Jesus, and that all will be encouraged to live the good life of the gospel. We pray to the Lord. That the people of every race and culture seek to understand those who are different from themselves and become inspired with a charitable spirit to treat all with dignity as a beloved child of God. We pray to the Lord. Lord hear our that young people will find the path in life that God has lovingly designed for them, especially those called to a vocation to the priesthood or consecrated life. We pray to the Lord. For senior citizens, that God will help them in their needs and challenges, and be always close to them in His love. We pray to the Lord. Lord that those on the verge of giving up will find strength to move forward with God's help and to be patient with the journey. We pray to the Lord. Lord that our parish family might grow in holiness through the graces of the Eucharist and be determined in prayer and faith, knowing that Jesus hears us and loves us. We pray to the Lord. Lord For all our faithful departed, brothers and sisters, may they enter the gates of heaven. We pray to the Lord. Lord In a moment of silence, place your personal intention before God. Lord, Hear the prayers that your children offer to you. Look on their little faith and answer them, and by your grace, increase their faith through Christ our Lord. The ushers will now take up the collection for the support of our parish. Thank you for your continued generosity. As we present our gifts to the Lord, let us join together in singing number 663, You Alone.
Pray, my dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. Receive our oblation, O Lord, by which is brought about a glorious exchange, that by offering what you have given, we may merit to receive your very self, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For when your children were scattered afar by sin, 
through the blood of your Son and the power of the Holy Spirit, you gathered them again to yourself, that a people formed as one by the unity of the Trinity made the body of Christ and the temple of the Holy Spirit might, to the praise of your manifold wisdom, be manifest as the church. And so, in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you, and with joy we proclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same sp Spirit, Graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread. And giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving, th giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son, and filled with his Holy Spirit, 
may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant Francis our Pope and William our Bishop, the order of bishops, and all the clergy and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world, to our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. My dear friends, at the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace.
Beloved, behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sons of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my mouth, that upon a safe word my soul shall be healed. Please join us in our communion hymn number 340, Behold the Lamb.
Community Prayer for Eucharistic Revitalization O Jesus, my Lord and my God, I come to you this day to praise you and adore you, to thank you for all the graces you bestow on me, the divine sacrament of the Holy Eucharist. Open my eyes and heart fully to know you are truly present, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the bread and wine offered in this Mass. I believe, Lord. I love you, Lord. I offer my life to you in reparation for all those who do not know you, love you, or believe that you are here in our midst, today, tomorrow, and always. May the Eucharist ignite a fire of love and gratitude in our hearts, so that we may share your love with all. This I pray with all those who are in your presence with me. In your own name I pray. Amen. God is good. All the time. And all the time. Please remain seated for a while. You know that for some time now we have been preparing our young people, about 16 young men and women, to embark on a pilgrimage, national uh, youth pilgrimage to Indiana. So they are here to speak to us, to express their faith and their preparation. My name is Tristan Evans. I'm here to tell you a little bit about myself and about our upcoming National Catholic Youth Conference trip November 16th to 18th. I'm 16 years old and will be a junior at Creston High School. I was confirmed this year. I've lived in Creston for eight years. I have done many school sports over the years, including cross country, wrestling, and soccer. My favorite school sport is soccer. I enjoy golfing as become my favorite hobby. I am also taking the welding course at SWIC and have started to do some welding projects with my dad and brother. I have attended Holy Spirit and occasionally St. Edwards since moving to Creston and have attended St. Malachi through 8th grade. Myself and 14 other youth from the Holy Spirit and St. Edwards will be going to Indianapolis, Indiana to join 20,000 other youth where we will grow together in prayer, faith, and service. I'm Barb Hudson and we have been working hard to raise funds for our trip, but we are asking for your help for this Light the World campaign. Coming up next weekend, we are asking you to consider taking a numbered envelope from one of us. It'll be numbered from one to 144 and returning it with a donation equal to that number. Inside, you will find a little about one of us going on the trip. Also, we are asking you share with us something about yourself and in return, we want to pray for you and a special devotion you would like us to share. Uh, on October 8th, we will meet at Holy Spirit Church for prayer and adoration in which we will lift up our intentions to Christ. And uh, please prayerfully consider supporting our youth on this journey. Um, the kids have been working very hard, uh, and this is kind of one of our uh, big fundraisers to get everybody super involved. 
and we thought this would be a neat way for you to get to know who's going on the trip and uh, for us to also know you and to pray for you. So I hope you will uh, consider helping us out next week. I'm looking forward to the NCYC trip and hope you can pray for a safe trip for us as well as an experience to deepen my faith. Thank you for your donation. See you next week. Made partakers of Christ through these sacraments, we humbly implore your mercy, Lord, that confirmed to his image on earth, we may merit also to be his co-heirs in heaven, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. As we go forth from this celebration, let us join together in singing number 197, Holy God, we praise thy name.